there. Welcome to another episode of the Great Scott Cinema Club Almanac. We've changed <laughs> up a wee bit for this episode tonight. We're going to go with a special episode where we review our top 10 guilty pleasure movies. Uh, well, you've still got a couple of reviews, you've still got a couple of trailer, trailer shouts out there, um, but the, the show is mainly going to be about our top 10 guilty movies. My name's Chris Toll, and I'm here with my pal, Keezy. What's happening, Keezy boy? Hi, not bad, mate. How are you? I'm all right, thanks very much. Since the last episode, there's been a few movies released, a few. We've got a few apologies to make. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we've got a few trailers to cover as well so straight in Keezy what, what movie will we talk about first I think it deserves top billing doesn't it it really does deserve top billing to be honest with you um, Aye. like a great man once said that film looked shite for the trailer <laughs> <laughs> it did look terrible for the trailer Keezy I think all the trailers that we've ever done that's the harshest we've been on a film. I know. Because we were doing, I was doing my rant about why is this even getting made? Who wants to watch this? I know. And I'm saying, uh, they're trying to do a Joker for the Waynes. That's what they're trying to do. They're trying to do a Joker for the Waynes. <laughs> Tell you what, they smashed it. <laughs> we, are, we are, of course, talking about Cruella. Now, I've seen quite a lot of, quite a lot of reviews about Cruella and it's half and half. Folk are saying that they loved it. Folk are saying that they hated it. I really enjoyed that. I thought it was a great film. Oh, I thought it was going to be thumbs up across the board. Aye. Well, Aye. there is parts of it that you need to remember this is made for kids, right? Aye. There is parts of it that are pretty dark. Oh, definitely aye. Uh, and <laughs> they've managed to make Dalmatians the body in the movie. <laughs> I thought they could have done. I know. Nice, nice. Oh, they're so cute. How could she make a coat out of them? I fucking know how she can make a coat out of them now. <laughs> I had me on board straight away. I was like, I'm with this film. I'm, I'm in. Aye, 100%. You obviously, if, if people haven't seen it yet, the people that are listening, if they haven't seen it yet, I would definitely recommend you watch it. I don't want to get too far into no. what, what happens in it because... It is really good. Emma Stone's fantastic, isn't it? Um, Aye. What do you call your man? It's the... Oh, the Paul Walter Hauser. He's excellent. Aye, Aye. Kai as well. He, as soon as his name flashed up, because I didn't know he was in it, I was like, oh, yeah, beauty. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we're going to something here. You're right, I don't want... I want people to watch it the way I went in watching it. Just Aye. no expectation. Well, I was expecting to hate it, but mm-hmm. no, nah, I, I thought it was great. You text me and you mm-hmm. said, "Have you watched Cruella yet?" I said, "I'm going to watch it tonight, mate." Because we were going to re- we were going to review it anyway on the show. Aye. And I texted you and said, "Right, I know what kind of movie this is now. I'm in." Aye. <laughs> but, and again, I don't want I don't want to say too much about it. But if you've listened to any of the previous episodes, it's one of my favourite types of movie. They got me because you know the character. You don't know. Uh, how she came to be, what she was in the 101 Dalmatians movie, but by the end of this, you absolutely do know why she came to be what she is. So, I, I, for me, it's... There you go, Feathers, I said for me. That's my first for me. <laughs> the show. Um, I think it's probably... It's my favourite Disney live-action movie in a long time. I can't Aye. think of, I can't think of another one. That, oh, you know, I, I'm Mulan Daft, but I, apart from that, then I... I've still not seen Milan. I'll need to watch that one. <laughs> Nobody has got a game. Do you watch it? I'm not watching that shit. I would say that Emma Stone is brilliant, but she is upstaged by Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson is exceptional in it as well. Unbelievable Emma performance. Is, is to this movie, but Cruella de Vil is to the 101 Dalmatians. Aye. Uh, for me, it's one of my favourite movies performances in a long time it's like what Anne Hathaway was in The Witches only times a hundred she is loving every minute of this she's loving being the baddie she's like Alan Rickman she's usually the Emma Thompson she's like Alan Rickman in the shit is the sheriff of Nottingham it's going to be deemed as a classic performance for this type of film I I thought she was amazing Um, what else was I going to say about it oh the soundtrack excellent 
from the start to the finish. I think I texted you a few times during it. Like, Aye. The, the soundtrack to this movie is outstanding. It was as if they had, like, the film was yes, made and all they had all they had to do was score it and then like, hey, we've got we've still got fifty million left over in the budget. Like, why don't we just buy all the songs then? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, they've just been like listen, Keezy's left his cell logged into Spotify here. No <laughs> 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 but like you say is what you need to remember as well is they've got the they've got the rights to the Fox catalogue and stuff like that. Oh true. So, aye. you know, it's probably not going to have cost them a, a load of money to use all of these songs because they've already I got suppose, access to them. The thing That's is, the, song, the songs were all perfect for the movie aye. as well. Definitely. They were. I, I loved it, man. I, do you know what? It's a so film that I would actually watch again. Oh, I'm, I'm definitely going to watch it again, I Definitely. I hope it's not one of the ones that you loved it the first time and then the next time you watch it, you're like, oh, by the way, that was pish. <laughs> <laughs> no, that I hope not, but no, I don't have to I ain't given, I wish you that I, I actually wish you went to the pictures this year. Aye. Remember did I not ask you to go to the pictures this year? Like, no, I asked you to go to the pictures no. to the next movie we're going to talk about. Aye. Right, okay. <laughs> I've got I've got nothing to apologise for. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> that thing, so uh, out of out of five keys, you what you getting Cruella? I get, I'm scoring at four and a half. Four and a half out of five. I'll go four. Aye. I'll go four because there's. I don't want to get above four until I really, really need to. You know, we don't want to be. The Aye, Dave, well, we don't want to be the Dave Meltzer of the podcast. <laughs> the podcasts. The, well, the the extra point five was because I felt I owed them it because they totally proved me wrong, and they've actually got me excited for not the live-action remakes, but the sequels to the live-action remakes. Aye. See if you could get good storylines with the characters that we know and love. Aye. Those films could be good. I know. But yeah. you never know. But yeah, um, letter, I apologise. He, he will, yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, I'm on my, I'm uh, on my uh, second draft now. <laughs> <laughs> ah, well, it was a surprising smash hit for me aye when the unfreeze his head there's some talking that we need to do to that <laughs> so sorry ever did you <laughs> so move on now to the second movie that we watched in the build up to this episode and I tell you Keezy I says Keezy the pictures are open again mate we need to go to the pictures <laughs> I says we'll go and see Spiral and he says mate I would go to the pictures with you I would walk over broken glass to go to the pictures with you but I'm not going to see that fucking film <laughs> So I thought Only because it thought it would be scary. <laughs> well, it was not, and this is the least bit scary. <laughs> no. This is going to be a short review. Spiral is for the book I saw. Um, Chris Rock, for some reason, decided that he was going to bring that back to the cinema. It's supposed to be a mystery who the killer is. Aye. See if you've not guessed who the killer is by the end of the first scene that the guy's in. <laughs> you're a moron and you don't deserve to be listening to this show or going to watch any more movies ever again okay <laughs> Aye, if anybody at the end of this film is going holy shit I never seen I that never. one coming <laughs> there is a, now I said this to Keezy right there is a line in the movie that he says and he, he's, he's been on the screen for about all of Maybe two minutes or something, Keezy, am I right? Aye, aye. And he says a line and I went, it's him that's the killer. <laughs> so, honestly, honestly, I was watching this. exactly the same. I've got faith in people. So there's nobody going to be surprised with that ending. No chance, no way. <laughs> is anybody going to be surprised? It's, a, it's one of the worst films I've ever seen. It's definitely up there. What I will say is some <laughs> of, the, some of the, the deaths are quite uh, creative, as they always are with the Saw movies. Aye. But it's shite, it's a shite film. Aye. It's really bad. So for me, Spiral, the book I saw, gets zero stars. Aye, zero for me as well. Absolute dug me. (laughs) There's another film that we're we're going to review here. Now, me and Keezy have almost came to blows about this. (laughs) It's called The Mitchells vs. The Machines, and it's a is an animated movie um, from Aye. Pixar, isn't it? 
No, it's Netflix. It's not it's a Netflix. Oh. Sorry, Netflix. I Netflix. You're right. I'm going to let Keezy talk about it because Keezy, on you go. Take it away, mate. So bored. Didn't have any watch. Flicking through Netflix and this caught my eye. But I went and looked to see a couple of reviews before I bothered watching it, and it was get good reviews. So I was like, I'll stick this on, and I absolutely loved it. I absolutely loved it. Mitchell's versus the machines. Um, what the hell is that about again? <laughs> this is my point. Now, Keezy, I watched it. Right, I watched it one night, and I texted you the next day. And I says, Keezy, I watched the Mitchell's versus machines last night. He says, Did you love it as much as I loved it? I says, I can't remember a fucking thing about it. Now, <laughs> it went in one eye and come out the other. It's one of the ones. Do you know what I mean? But um, it's basically it's a family. It's a dysfunctional family. They're on a road trip. They take their kid to college, but they've all fell out because and things like that. And then, basically, the world gets taken over by machines. Um, how, how does that happen? I, I genuinely can't remember a thing about it. The only thing I can remember about it is the two wee robots that malfunctioned and decided that they wanted to be part of the family. Aye, they're brilliant. Funny. <laughs> they were funny. It was, that. it was the guy that invented an app that basically does everything for you. But then he was going to replace it. But the app's so intelligent that it's decided that humans don't deserve to live anymore. And so it's, it's absolutely bonkers. It's but I thought it was. So it's terminator. I was laugh- it's terminator for kids. <laughs> I was laughing my ass off at this film. I thought it was so funny, and it wasn't overly cheesy. Moving, it was still moving, but it was earned. But the those Aye. moments couldn't recommend it enough. It's one of my favourite animated films for a long time. I could recommend that enough. <laughs> I might actually sit down and try and watch it again because I'm not lying to you when I say this. I cannot remember a damn thing about it apart from the, the two. I can't remember how many kids the family had. I can't remember what the murder looked like. I can't remember. <laughs> Honestly, I can't remember a thing about it. I, I'm, I'm not exaggerating. I genuinely can't. But I, I, might, I might get I think you'll be pleasantly surprised by this. Definitely. Do you know what? You should be able to trust this guy by now. So, if if <laughs> no, no, mate, wait till you hear the ten films at the end of this. That's why they're called guilty pleasures, mate. Right. Called guilty pleasures. So, uh, I'm going to for Mitchell versus the Machines. I'm going to say any because I can't right. remember it. Right? What what stars are you again at Keezy? Um, I mean, it is over the top at times, but. I- You'll like it, you'll stick with it, and it's funny. I'm giving it four. Four? Oof. You'll have a four. <laughs> <laughs> Generous with my, with my stars point, Charlie, today, right? because uh, especially with Spiral. <laughs> <laughs> that should have been minus ten. That's, that's why um, the first movie got an extra half star. In uh, the last round, <laughs> because you had that many left over for Spiral, you just decided to add them out really early. <laughs> right, so we'll move on now to the, uh, the trailers, 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 trailers. First one Aye. that we're going to talk about is just because it's purely because it's fresh in my memory, we're going to talk about. Uh, G.I. Joe Origins Snake Eyes i just seen it the other night and like I said to you Keezy Snake Eyes was I used to collect the Action Force uh, G.I. Joe figures when I was a kid Snake Aye. Eyes was my favourite purely because he was a ninja and, and I, I love ninja stuff and all that so this had my interest straight away um, I'm saying I had my interest straight away I had no idea that they were even making this movie no neither did <laughs> but it looks really good it, it does look really good, I must admit. Um, it looks quite slick, quite well made. Aye. It's good to look it at. Looks, aye. It looks like it's made by people that are like huge fans of G.I. Joe that want to do this guy justice. Aye. I think he must have been a lot of people's favourite character and they're saying, right, let's give him a back, let's write him a backstory and aye. make a film about that. No, I think what you're going to get here, for, um, now I might be... Uh, pissing into the wind with this one but I think we're going to get here is they're going to do a few Origins movies and then they're going to have like a G.I. Joe kind of Avengers movie where you know all of these characters now Aye. do you know and I'm all for that 
I won't Definitely lie, to be honest. Um, <laughs> I don't see uh, there's a big there's a huge upsurge in like retro toy stuff just now. People collecting retro toys. I've started collecting Masters of the Universe again. All the GI Joe figures have been uh, re reissued again as well. So there's a there's a huge nostalgia burst just now, and I think Aye. that they're catching this just at the right time. And I think G.I. Joe's old a good film because I thought the other ones were dreadful. I know. Do you know what they've done? They've went generic with it. And that's, not what, that's not what G.I. Joe was all about. All of these characters had their own... They were bright and colourful and they all stood out for one another. Aye, aye. Whereas in the G.I. Joe movies, they were. it was kind of like the way they'd done with the X-Men where they had them all in... The, the same The outfit. same kind of mon- monotone outfits and stuff like that. Aye, aye. That's not what you want to see, especially if you were a fan of the, uh, the cartoon when you were a kid. Aye, good point. You know? So, uh, aye, I'm going to give this one a thumbs up because I like I like where it's going. Aye, thumbs definitely a uh, thumbs up for me as well. Aye, this film looks good. Aye, it does, it does. So, the next one that we're going to talk about now is the ending to a movie series that's almost 40 years old. Um, this one's called Halloween Ends, am I right? Halloween Kills. Halloween Kills. Is oh, it? No, oh, no, this isn't the last one, in fact, is it? There's another two. I've got oh, Halloween God, Kills and then Halloween Ends. You're absolutely right, aye. A direct sequel, Halloween Ends, is to be released next year. Right, so we've got Halloween Kills, which is, if any of have seen the most recent Halloween movie, if you don't want this movie ruined for you, don't watch the trailer. <laughs> say, it shows you how he escapes. Unless it's got the biggest kill rate in any movie ever, it shows you the majority of Michael Myers' kills. Aye. Because I was sitting, because uh, I used to love a programme called Rescue Me. Aye. And uh, Lenny, Lenny Clark's in Rescue Me. He's not that well, and he's a Boston comedian that's... If you, you would, if you knew, if you see them, you would know him. Aye. Right. So I've seen him oh, there's Lenny Clark, that's great. Two minutes later, Lenny Clark's got his head bashed against the wall in the bloody trailer. It's <laughs> like <laughs> killed off in the trailer, right guy's career's done. <laughs> killed off in the trailer. It's not just that, there is genuinely about six five or six deaths in the trailer and it shows you <laughs> in graphic detail. How these people die, you know, there's no pussyfooting around with this one. It's, and uh, like I said, if you're a fan of the movies and you don't want this movie ruined for you, don't watch the trailer. However, if you're a fan of the movies, you'll probably have already watched the trailer. This is a movie that I'm going to watch because I've seen them all. I've seen all the Halloween movies. I even watched the two Rob Zombie channels that they brought out. <laughs> but the last one is probably my favourite one. So. Right. I was looking forward to these two. The trailer for this one, unless they're going to pull something out of the hat, I think the trailer might have ruined this movie. So I'll still watch it, and then obviously I'm going to watch the the one at the uh, Halloween ends as well. So um, for me, I'm going to go thumbs in the middle, purely because I didn't like the actual trailer. But I know once I watch the movie, it'll likely be a thumbs up. Fair enough. Um, I what what we're seeing in the trailer is good. But we're seeing too much yet, so... Aye. Aye, you're right. Um, as you say, it's going to be hard to bring out a few surprises and things like that, but it does look good. But because I don't really watch those kind of films, mm-hmm. they'll need to be thumbs down, because they'll, they'll never watch it. Thumbs down for Keezy. Yeah. I'm, I'm quite interested to see if anybody plays the trailer game now in the cinema. We, once we're able to get back into the cinema, remember? Thumbs up if you want to see it in the pictures. Thumbs in the middle if you wait for the video. Thumbs down if you want nothing to do with it. So, if you, watch, if you see a trailer for Spiral, thumbs down. <laughs> <laughs> and um, i seen that, because I watched like a collection of trailers there in two seconds of Jurassic World 3, whatever it's going to be called, came up and says, if you want to see the real, the big trailer, you need to go to see Fast and the Furious 9. I would pay in his Fast and Furious 9 to see that trailer. <laughs> and then walk out before the film starts. Once <laughs> <laughs> okay, the first car gets launched into space. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! <laughs> right, so. um, oh, sorry. There was one thing I was going to talk to you about before before we before we head in here. Right. 
Um, one of the guys that follows us on Twitter and listens to the show, he asked us, after Cruella, is there any other prequels to baddies in any movie? Scar. The, the, aye. So, so I know that you'd said that before, but like any movie at all, because I kept turning out Disney ones and then I thought, wait a minute, he's talking about anything at all. Oh. So Scar would be a good one. Hans Gruber. That's what I said, aye. Um, <laughs> Ivan Drago. Oft, aye. Not a bad shout. So it was Martin Hagner that suggested or asked us who we thought would be a good one. So aye. That's a good question. Martin was on Football Daft last week as well. Oh, was he? Aye. He came on the show. Um, so when you think about that, you've got, I can't think of what Lex Luthor because we've had Smallville, so we've seen his backstory. That's, you know I mean? that's a good point. Um, we've already had Joker. Aye. Um, we've had Gotham, which covered pretty much most All of the, the guys. Most of the villains for Batman. Um, do you know what I would like to see? Jules and Vincent for Pulp Fiction. Oh, they were sucking Diesel as a, a <laughs> fine man once said. <laughs> they were sucking Diesel. <laughs> Um, right, well, mine's was I didn't know if he counted because he's not he's like a an anti hero, mm-hmm. and it was Quint and Jaws. Quint would be good. Aye, uh, I, I can I keep going back to Quint Tarantino here, but um, Reservoir Dogs. Right, uh, Michael Madsen's character for Reservoir. Oh, right, aye, aye. Because that guy must have some sort of backstory. Thinking about it, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what else? Spider-Man I keep coming back to superheroes here No. Oh. and what you said oh, some of the best villains are Disney villains though I know aye I think Gruber would be Hans Gruber would be good like, as a master thief a, a good one would be Freddy Krueger right like Freddy Krueger and while he was before he was burned or anything like that and having the movie ending on him getting burned aye Freddy Krueger We've seen pretty much everybody's origin story now as well. Which I know. A bit of a pain in the neck, but uh, Hans Gruber's a, a great one. You know, like having him. Nah, I mean, that would be a heist movie as well, wouldn't it? Aye, but you could have him as the goody and his brother as the baddie or something like that. Aye. Or his brother is the goody and him as the baddie. And the reason that his brother turns bad is because... John McLean's fired his fucking brother at the top of the Nakatoma. Uh, <laughs> that could be the last scene. Uh, he, he hears somebody about that. Get, somebody get me my notebook here. He <laughs> <laughs> uh, hears about that and says, right, let the games begin or something like that. Aye. Uh, Class. I need more time with us. I thought my Quint one would get more joy off you. Aye, Quint would be a good you, one. You could, you could do it on the, what was the, the yeah, ship he was on? Indianapolis. Aye. You can start it like there, he gets rescued there, and then he becomes a. goes home and his wife's left him or whatever, so he becomes a fisherman to pay the bills and he's killing sharks left, right, and centre. You know what I do for a living? <laughs> <laughs> you know who I am? <laughs> Dead eyes, black eyes, like a doll's eyes. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> I love it so much honestly it's oh. fucking amazing my big cousin Trev um, the night after I think it was the night after or the night before the Scotland and England game he got a big screen so that he could watch the game out in his back right? and they set it up and the night before the Scotland and England game he showed Jaws for all his mates and they were all out the back oh. on this big massive screen watching Jaws I so Quint's a great shout. Hooper would be a decent uh, shout as well because for me, he's the villain of that movie. <laughs> <laughs> he's the villain of the book, aye. But he's definitely. I imagine the book. If you, oh, I've said this a hundred times. If you, if they ever remake Jaws, I think that's the way they'll do it. You know, because it, it differentiates it for the for the original. And I think at some point they will remake it. Um, but maybe not for another twenty or thirty year. But no. that, I'll be first in line once COVID. <laughs> Once <laughs> I'm level zero in 20 or 30 years. 
Aye, we'll go and see that. We'll go and see that in the Daniel Craig's James Bond that they can release that day and all. <laughs> <laughs> the new Top Gun. We'll go with a, a, triple, a triple header. <laughs> what a day. Can he wait for that? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> ah, good stuff. Right, folks. So, you've had the trailers, you've had the movie reviews, you've had this talk a lot of nonsense about villains. <laughs> Still say Scar would be a belter. Oh, so hi. We are going to now move on to the, the main section of the show, and this week it is going to be. Our top 10 guilty pleasures. Now, I've had a bit of a hard time with this, Keezy, because <laughs> as I'm sure you've done yourself, I've went on to Google and I've thought, I can't think of any guilty pleasures, so I've typed in Aye. best guilty pleasure movies. And I'm not going to lie to you, I nearly flung my laptop out the window. <laughs> <laughs> a, lot the, a lot of the guilty pleasures in inverted commas, I just see them as fucking right good movies. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so what I had to think about was I had to think about movies that I would if my mates asked me if I liked it, if I would be embarrassed to can I admit that I liked it. <laughs> right. So uh, I do, uh, the way I did it was um films that have been panned but I like or films that I like that I shouldn't shouldn't ever like. That was the, the two things for me. But a disclaimer at the start of my list because I think people will be expecting me to see a certain Kevin Costner film. And I, nearly, I, think, I, nearly, I nearly put it into my list as a wind-up, mate, to be honest. I, do. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think for many people, it's a bloody definition of a guilty pleasure. That film means too much to me to, to put it in that bracket. Mate, I would, so see, the, see the first thing, mate, the first uh, list I went on to, it had Rocky IV, yeah. <laughs> it had Top Gun, it had, it had Robocop, and I had Aye. Point Break. And <laughs> four of them are four, four of my favourite movies. Hold <laughs> my hands up and go, listen, I've got no embarrassment about admitting this. These are four of my favourite oh, movies. So they're not on the list. No, no chance. Definitely. Who's feeling guilty about them? Who's feeling guilty about Point Break? Point Break? Swayze? <laughs> Big Swayze? Swayze? He's handsomest. Oh, he's absolute prime. Oh, forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> Woody. Oh, handsome bastard. God rest him. <laughs> right, anyway, so you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? I'll go first, aye. Right, on you go. And straight right, in at num- number 10, Keezy. Right, number 10 is... I mean, it's an all-star cast, this, but it got it absolutely panned by everyone. Uh, and it was a box office disaster. And I thought it was hilarious. It's called The Incredible Burt Wonderstone. Is that the one with Steve Carell? Aye. I like that as well. (laughs) Steve Carell, Steve Buscemi, Ah. is Magicians in Vegas. Jim Jim Carrey's in it as well, isn't he? Aye. That's a a great film. (laughs) I know. It gets absolutely panned everywhere. and I laughed my ass off at it. I watched it coming home from Cancun. So Pud's sitting next to me. And now you've got your TV monitor thing that it's a 10 hour flight, so that you depend on this bloody thing. Ah, you better and, believe it. Then Pud's broke. Oh, no. And he, uh, uh, Pud tells this story much better than I do, but basically, I've got the headphones in, picking my film, listening to music while I'm picking my film, and he taps me on the shoulder like that, mate, my, my, my screen's not working. And I like, took my earphone out like that. Oh, that's a nightmare, mate. Put my earphone back in, just went back to watching the film. (laughs) (laughs) Ten hours, he's sitting there, he's unfolded for ten hours, and I'm watching this film, and I'm like, like, (laughs) (laughs) watching it. And I got got Javi and Sean to watch it, and they were doing the same as well. (laughs) But but for some reason, this film got absolutely slaughtered. And still uh, never seen it. <laughs> um, I I don't really need to describe what it is. It's he's it's Steve Carell's a ma- an old school magician, and Jim Carrey's like a an absolute nutcase street magician, and they're competing against each other, and that's basically it. And it's aye. fucking hilarious. Aye, it's funny. That is funny. Um, number ten, I went for Karate Kid Part Three. 
Oh, nice. Really for the same as you because everybody roasts it, but I love it, man. I, I love it. <laughs> it's cheesy, it's nonsense. You've got the, one of the greatest villains. I want to see this guy's backstory. Oh, aye. I will get that bit. I will go Brakai, I ran off, but um, Silver, Terry Silver. Oh, he's a bad, bad article. He's a bad article. <laughs> and um, he brings in this, obviously, this wrecking machine um, to, it's like Johnny Lawrence times a thousand <laughs> to batter Danielson. But obviously, Daniel wins in the end. But this is one of the first movies I went to the cinema to see. And, oh, right, okay. And I remember mum and dad taking me to see it. I remember seeing the trailer on the telly on the Saturday morning I seen the trailer on the telly and I was like oh you know how much I loved Karate Kid as I, as I went I was like oh mum Karate Kid 3's coming out Karate Kid 3's coming out and you take me to see it she's like well we've got to go into Glasgow today but we'll maybe get to go and see it another time and they took me the pictures that day they had already got the tickets and all oh, to take me man so that's a uh, it's always had, a, had a, a place in my heart because you know I, I love Karate Kid I- 3 I like it as well. I think I think he's brilliant in it. That uh, the guy who plays uh, Terry Silver. Well, he's coming back for Cobra Kai season four. Uh, so well, I've got a shock of silver hair by the looks of it. Uh, <laughs> I'm still looking a million. Yeah, a million, a Hey, what you got at number nine, mate? Right. So this is this is my r- romantic film. Right. This represents all the rom coms I like because this, this was like the first one. Now this is it's not really a comedy, it's just more a romantic film. It's called Serendipity. Never seen it, never even heard it. No, it's uh, John Cusack uh, in Kate Beckinsale. Mm-hmm. And they're going shopping at Christmas and they both reach for the same glove. And it's the last one in the store. And then, like, but they've both got, they're both like engaged. So, but there's an instant chemistry there. So they go for a cup of coffee and they got on like a house in fire, but Kate Beckinsale says, no, we're, we're both seeing other people. We need to leave this to fate. So she gets John Cusack to write his number on a fiver and he and she writes her number in a book and donates the book to a, a used bookstore that, the next day so he doesn't know where it is. She says, if either of us ever come across her phone number, we know that it was meant to be and that's what it's about. And I'm like, why the fuck do I like this film? <laughs> that is a guilty pleasure by the way <laughs> definitely I I was like I've got no idea why I love this thing but I watch it all the time um, Kate Beckinsale she looks incredible in this I mean you would you would fall in love with her for two sec- after two seconds aye you'd be searching you'd, you'd at like... bookshop in New York the next day wouldn't you <laughs> 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 I don't worry, he does all that, aye. I've uh, seen uh, Gonny stick that outfit on for the werewolf film. <laughs> <laughs> but aye, if, if she would uh, leave it to the fate, she says, but you would turn into fucking Tommy Lee Jones in the future, if you'd be like, I'm, I'm tracking this person down. It was the last bloody thing I do. He's <laughs> following on him. Aye, aye fate. <laughs> <laughs> it's fate that I'm following you It's fate that I just so, uh, your fiancé. <laughs> <laughs> so I suspect that you'll never ever watch this but uh, for some well, reason I love really, it yeah, nah, you never know you never know stranger things have happened um, <laughs> so serendipity and at number 9 for Keezy number 9 I've went for Greece. oh uh, right choice man now Greece is the definition yeah guilty pleasure aye it's one of the films that if it's on the telly and you're flicking through the channels you leave it on. Aye. <laughs> and there's not one person that doesn't know every single word <laughs> soundtrack, but would never in a million years admit it. So no. for me, for me, Grease in at number nine, like I said, the absolute epitome of a... Great choice. Of a uh, guilty pleasure. Brilliant. What you getting at number eight? Right. So this was another comedy that got box office disaster, got absolutely panned again. I think if you asked the main star in it about it, he wouldn't even remember being in it. Oof. Um, it's called The Man Who Knew Too Little. I don't think I've heard of this either. Who's in this? No. It's Bill Murray. He goes to London to meet his brother. But his brother's got this big business meeting, so, and Bill Murray's character's a bit nutty. Aye. So he needs him out of the house for about 
for a good three, four hours. So he signs him up to this like a murder mystery role playing game, right? But Murray, but Bill Murray goes to the wrong address and ends up in this like international assassin conspiracy thing. But he thinks he thinks everybody's an actor. He thinks everybody's meetings an actor and they think he's an American super spy out to stop the big plot and I fucking think this is one of the funniest films I've ever seen but everybody <laughs> he's like on his way to it no after he leaves the house he has to go to this address on his way to address two guys in London come up to him with a knife and rob him rob him Aye. he's like oh dear god no and then he's like well wait a minute this might be part of the games so like, take two right? <laughs> do that again and so like, give me my wallet back and then pull the knife on me again and I'll give you a better line. And the two guys look at each other like, what the hell's getting on here? This guy's a psycho and like, runs away. The stupid part of like that. But I, everybody I've told to watch it are like, what the hell is this? And my mate, that sounds like the funniest film ever. <laughs> One of my mates was like, see this amount of shit I've watched because of you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's a uh, Bill Murray's in it, and Alfred Molina and Richard Wilson are the baddies in it. Oh, I think it's a hoot. Should be one foot in the grave. Aye. <laughs> and Bill Murray in the same film. How have I never seen this? <laughs> so I think it's on Amazon. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll stick it on later on, maybe. Um, You'll I've hate got, it. <laughs> I, pro- I probably will, but you know what? Nothing ventured, nothing gained, mate. Um, so number eight. I've got Rock of Ages. Oh, brilliant. They nearly made mine. We went to the cinema to see this, didn't we? Aye, aye. Aye, we did go to the cinema to see this. And all three years we went to the cinema like that. Nobody wanted to say, I absolutely loved that. But we're all just... Aye, aye, that was... Aye, it's alright, we're not... Aye, aye. I've watched it about five times since. And it, aye. Even the pure... Broadway style that the songs are delivered in as well. I, I just, I loved it. Obviously, it was a Broadway show. You know, aye, aye. made any a movie. Um, Tom Cruise, aye, Magic, Alec Baldwin, aye. Magic, what you call his face? The the English guy for... Russell Brand. Russell Brand, brilliant. Aye. The, the main lassie, brilliant. Uh, Catherine Zia-Jones, brilliant. Everybody aye. that's in it plays, it plays it brilliantly, man. Oh, they're all hamming it up. That's aye. what it's all about. They're all having aye. fun. It's great. Brian Cranston. Yeah. Cranston, I was going to say Cranston was in it. Yeah. Um, but aye, it's, uh, I, I loved it. I, I thought it was a great film. That's why it makes my ass, because it's not the type of film that I would normally enjoy. So yeah. I suppose it's a bit of a guilty pleasure, isn't it? Oh, yeah, definitely, aye. But deep down, we know it's all the shape. But oh, absolutely. Fish, but amazing. Fish. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got number seven then, Keezy. These are generally 10 of my all time favourite films ever. <laughs> So, <laughs> so this next one is a get absolutely slaughtered. A twenty-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes and oh, things like that. And paycheck, paycheck, paycheck. I can see the, the DVD cover. Who's in it? To remind me, is it Rock in it or something like that? No. See, when I described this song, you like, go. That sounds amazing. Or, that sounds like the biggest pile of shit ever made. It's a uh, Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck, and he's a. He's a genius engineer, computer wizard. Right. And he builds like, machines and stuff for technology companies. We spoke about this on pre- the show before. You've told me about this. No. I don't think we have. No. Not? But to protect, to protect him and to protect the company, he gets his memory wiped at the, at, once he's finished. Mm-hmm. And then he goes and collects his paycheck. Right. So this next company hire him. But they say it's a three-year job, but we're giving you $80 million to do it. So right after the three years, he gets his memory wiped, handshakes all round. See if he gets his memory wiped. How does he remember how to do his job? <laughs> I didn't see there wasn't plot holes. <laughs> <laughs> right, so you've called it out already, for Christ's sake. Um, right, so, <laughs> so handshakes all round. Thanks a lot. Right, I'm away to get my paycheck. And he goes to get his paycheck, and they said, "No, no, you you came you came round here three weeks ago, and you you swapped your eighty million paycheck for the 
contents of this envelope. And he's like, ah, sounds, like a, sounds like an ITV game show. <laughs> and he's like, ah, what? He's like, so it turns out that the machine that he built can predict the future. And uh, the contents of the envelope are the only thing that's going to keep him alive. And that's what it's about. Right. Fucking hell. I'd rather have uh, a million. Unless, I bet he's, he unless he's going to die like within a week or something. Aye, he's going to, he's, he knows he's going to be killed. So everything that he's putting in this envelope is going to help him right. s- save his life. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Yeah, man. <laughs> Mate, again, you'll hate it, but for some reason, I bloody love it. No doubt. Uh, number seven on my list is 10 Things I Hate About You. Oh. My first rom-com... Not the last on the list, but the first rom-com on the list. Heath Ledger. Um, can't remember the last his name for the life of me. Julia Stiles, is that her name? Stiles, that's what it is, aye. And it's just paint by numbers, but for some reason I, I really enjoyed it. Aye, it's, it's not anywhere near the level of some of these movies that I'm going to talk about later on, but it, <laughs> it's a film that, again, I've watched it more than once. Voluntarily, right. so, <laughs> <laughs> you can laugh at me all you want. You can slag me for it. I don't care. I don't care. I enjoy it. Ten things I hate about you. It's another good one. What you got? Uh, six. So this is one I have spoken about before, and it's the second film about time travel and plot holes, and it's Time Cop. <laughs> it's my favourite Van Damme film. Um, this is the one that Roger Ebert says for the first time ever. The plot, <laughs> the plot is harder to understand than his accent. But aye, it's Van Damme traveling through time, stopping a guy that who's traveling through time to make money for his future sale, and Van Damme's the only man that can stop him, and he's got a magnificent mullet in it. So it's great it's, stuff. It does have a magnificent mullet in it. <laughs> he's got a magnificent mullet in Time Cop and he's got a magnificent mullet in payback. Is it Payback? Hard Target. Hard Target. One of <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. But, listen, you know I love Van Damme, so it wouldn't be a guilty pleasure for me either, to be honest. Um, and at number six, from a, from a movie series that I love, but this movie got absolutely shot up on for everybody. I really yeah. enjoyed it and again it's a film that I've watched a great few times without even considering that I got a pleasure but when I think about it it probably is and it's Jurassic Park 3 Right, um, okay The one that does get hammered Some of my favourite Jurassic Park moments are in this movie man like, um, The bit in the aviary with the, with the big like, pterodons Right, aye That's one of the scariest parts of any Jurassic Park movie ever <laughs> um, like when it comes out for the for the the fog, the wee boys. Go oh, right, aye, okay. the and it comes out for the fog. That's terrifying, man. Um, I it get it get shot on for everybody, but I, I love it. So I'm putting it on my guilty pleasure list here at number six. I, I've only ever seen it once, but I quite liked it. Aye. I I just preferred it to the second one. I didn't so like the second I. one. So did I. I didn't enjoy the second one as much as I enjoyed this one. Um, going to number five now, then Keezy Maybe you're sitting there thinking some of these aren't like why is a Van Damme film a guilty pleasure? Because it's Van Damme, so that's why I put it in. But this one is there's no question about it. This is a guilty pleasure. This is we're on episode thirty of the Great Scott Cinema Club, and it's films like this. It's going to kill it. <laughs> going to bring it down on a burial. <laughs> so this is um, hairspray. Hairspray. Aye. The original. No, the, the remake. The two two thousand seven one. Aye. Oh, one. Aye. Are you okay? Have you seen it? Nope. <laughs> uh, what a film this is, man! I love it. <laughs> I think it's it's one of Travolta's best ever performances. I wouldn't they be fucking hard with it. <laughs> but any film will. Christopher Walken and John Travolta are husband and wife you've got to love that man that is it's I'll hilarious I'll give you that aye um, oh, the songs in it I I didn't know anything about this film when, it, when I watched it it was one of these ones that came through the post now I love film aye 
And if there was nothing on, left on your list, they just sent you any old random thing. That that's what came out to me and put it on. And uh, I think the songs are mad. Anybody that doesn't like you can't stop the beat. That song. There's a word for for those people. Liars. And <laughs> <laughs> it's a classic Plus Jerry Stiller's in it I know who, What's not to love Exactly Who doesn't love Jerry Stiller The fact that um, Michelle Pfeiffer Throws herself At Christopher Walker in it And he's having none of it Because he's He loves so, John Travolta so <laughs> He's only got eyes for her That's amazing Amazing Brilliant But I definitely A guilty pleasure that one Right so my number five Keezy Is Deep Blue Sea <laughs> Oh, damn it, I forgot all about it. Did you? Oh, what a film <laughs> another, that is. Another film that I've seen about 150 times and I don't know what it is. <laughs> I like it that much that when the sequel came out, I watched the sequel. But I've not watched Deep Blue Sea 3 yet and I don't think I will be watching it. <laughs> no. After, no. After the sequel. But uh, Samuel L. Jackson, Thomas Jane's in it. Um, uh, decent cast, uh, LL Cool The main man. Aye. LL Cool J's in it as well. Um, aye, a movie that I enjoy, and aye. I, I don't know. I don't know why I'm calling these guilty pleasures. I kind of feel as if I'm not the only person that likes this movie. But I know, I I know what you mean. It's, uh, that's why I find it so hard putting the list together. But because these are all films I've watched like, easily over ten times. Each. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them. God knows why but <laughs> I know mate Aye that's what it's all about But I remember watching Deep Blue Sea with my dad Aye I went to the pictures this year as well So I already loved it And I was like Got it out of the video shop Yeah Dan like jumped out in the window That bit with a fucking sharp jumps out And eats Samuel L. Jackson <laughs> <laughs> But I bet you my dad's probably going to hate this film But we're watching aye. it And uh, at the end Aye When my dad's like ah, If this chef dies I'm never watching another film in my life <laughs> the real cool J. Aye. So that guy's a great guy. He says if he dies, I'm done with movies. And then at one bit, you think he is dead. I know. When the shark, aye, <laughs> my dad's like, oh, he's in the, up. In the cooker, in it. He's in aye. The cooker. No, the, the shark takes him away with the arm. That's right. So it does. Aye. Aye. You think he's a goner? But aye, that's a more, great film. Get more life than Corky, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> so I deep blue, deep blue sea in at number five for me. So. Uh, what, you, what you got at number four? Right, number four. And I'm sure it'll be on your list as well. We know it's shite. We know it's garbage, but we love it. And it's Masters of the Universe. Masters of the Universe? <laughs> it's, not, it's not on my list, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Don't consider that a guilty pleasure. <laughs> consider it the highest cinematic in- ingenuity. <laughs> Uh, the universe. Do you know what? I've got it in at number three. So right. I'll just I'll switch it to number four. We can both just right, talk okay. about it as our number four. Aye. Aye. I mean, we've, we've, we have talked about it a few times, but. Aye, we have. It's got a special place in our hearts because this is the first movie I went to see in the cinema. I'm sure. Aye. I'm sure it was. That was the same. And. I was a huge Masters of the Universe fan when I was a kid. I'm still a fan of Masters of the Universe now. I've spent more money this year on Masters of the Universe than any child ever will. So, <laughs> I, um, I'm a big fan. So, we all know it's a lot of shite. Aye. Frank Langella as Skeletor is incredible in this film. Aye. But yeah. basically because the, the makers just said, look, do what you want. So he's coming out with all these monologues and Shakespearean quotes and all that, and Dolph's just coming back with, yeah, I don't like you, Skeletor. Shove off, you guy. <laughs> <laughs> but he's he's brilliant and absolute tripe, but as you say, it's always going to have a special place in our hearts, and we'll always watch it. Aye, without a doubt. So let's move on. Um, to, the- to the top three. Top threes, yeah. Where have we got at number three for you, Keezy? So this is a, another film that we spoke about a good few times. Um, classic stuff. Again, it is a guilty pleasure, so that's why it's here. It's a uh, sister act. Sister act. Aye. It's, musicals tend to be considered as a guilty pleasure. Aye. Right? Um, like I was going to have The Wedding Singer in this one. Aye. 
Um, but I, I decided against living the wedding singer. But Sister Act's a great film. You know? That's a great film. It's just, yeah. I was just don't know. I mean, do people, do guys our age <laughs> love this film as much as I do? Because I don't bloody think so. And that's why it's here. I'll be <laughs> but I don't I, care. I don't think anybody at any age loves this film as much as you do, mate. <laughs> Never mind guys our age. I don't think even women <laughs> love this movie as much as you love it. <laughs> Hey, the songs are absolute magic, man. I, I just love that. <laughs> I think that's been the outro to about seven of your episodes. Just shoot on that in. <laughs> my God. Talking about my God. Throwing, <laughs> <laughs> man. God, like a stamp to a little like birds of a feather, we stick together. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Like you say, we've spoke about it a few times on previous shows. Aye. Here's one I don't actually think we've spoke about. If we have, I can't remember it. Um, my number three is Cocktail. Oh, Cocktail. Aye. No, we've not spoken about that before. Have we not? Right, so Cocktail, Tom Cruise, Elizabeth Shue. Aye. Um, what do you call the, the guy that plays? Brian Brown. Aye. Yeah, Brian Brown. Right, Brian Brown's excellent in this film. Um, Aye. All about... Tom Cruise's character being this barman that puts on a show and stuff like that. So he, <laughs> Brian, Brian Brown brings him over to Barbados, I think it is, or Jamaica or something like that. Falls in love with Elizabeth Shue's character, who just so happens to be the daughter of one of the wealthiest men in America, um, gets her pregnant. Brian Brown's character as well is his like, kind of guide. He's guide through life kind of thing. You see, he looks at him as a father figure kind of thing and... It's pretty. It, it, do you know what? It's a good film. It really is a good film. It's no, it's nowhere near Cruise's best movie. But I remember I had uh, Cocktail and Top Gun on the same video cassette. I was younger, and I think we spoke about things like that before. You know, I taped the two of them off the Sky movies, one after the other, and aye. I would watch. One I would that. Into, it would run into the second one. You'd just watch the second one as well. Aye. Cocktail is. It's. It was never going to. Win any Oscars or anything like that, but it was a, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a great film. I think it's considered a guilty pleasure. I think it's just Tom Cruise being a barman, and it's more for women. But as you say, I enjoy it. I think it's a great film as well. I was at his, I was going to say the height his movie stardom, but it's never went away. I know, he's always been a star, him, hasn't he? That <laughs> Scientology's got a lot to say for himself. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> any Scientologist listening, that was just a joke. I think that your religion is just as valid as any other religion. Okay? Right, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, aye, we'll move on now to number two. What have we got at number yep. two? So, I've been trying to get you to do the films of 2004 aye. that we haven't, we haven't done yet. We've still not done and it. This, <laughs> and this was the main reason. Oh, the me. definition of a guilty pleasure must be Nicholas Cage steals the Declaration of Independence. National treasure. Um, aye. Nah. <laughs> even, even your dog loves it. Aye. Um, <laughs> aye. This, this blew me away, man. <laughs> this was around the time I was watching, uh, reading, sorry, The Da Vinci Code. Aye. And it was Stuart said to me, he's like, ah, they're making a film with Da Vinci Code, but Disney have already made a better film called National Treasure. Right. So I, I got it off that uh, love film thing. <laughs> God, oh and it was how, how old are we? <laughs> <laughs> we, we, used to, we used to need to get DVDs through the post. Brought to us by Horse and Sharp. Yeah. <laughs> it turned into Netflix love film, didn't it? Aye, that was it, aye. Um, so this came in the door and I was 10 minutes in and I'm like, this is one of the best films I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> but the, the DVD broke. Oh, no. Aye, but I, I phoned my mum up, I was like, are you coming home soon? She's like, I'll be home in about an hour. I was like, stop off at Asda and buy National Treasure. I don't care how much it costs. Bring it home tonight. I need to see this damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's, just... that's the way I felt about the Pirates of the Caribbean when I was watching it. I was about 10 minutes <laughs> I was like, this is the greatest film ever made. 
I just thought that as well. We did the first one. I thought this is this is this is, this is what movies is all about. Uh, uh, by the way, you're right. That's what I <laughs> should have seen that in the pictures. Why they're not going to pictures? Do you see this? Watch fucking adventure. <laughs> So this is about Nicholas Cage trying to get the Knights Templar treasure that's right. been hidden by the Freemasons in America, that and they've left what behind the Freemasons. <laughs> <laughs> and they've left behind clues that only only he can solve. And um, I've been to all the locations in this film. <laughs> but most uh, most people are oh, this is where the Declaration of Independence was signed. I'm like. This is where Nick Cage was in National Treasure. This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Standing um, in the Oval Office. The <laughs> Declaration of Independence looking down upon the, the desk of the President of the United States of America. Cage's like, remember the film that Nicholas Cage was in here? <laughs> I know, by the way, I know that that's not what the Declaration of Independence is. That's just a wee joke. Oh, bye. Um, also, a wee thing about it, right? See the location where the, where the ending of this film is? Aye. Guess what's on the same street, is it? It's in New York. New York? The Seinfeld Aye. Cafe? No. <laughs> it's your, your cousin's bar. Is, it? same... is that right? Aye. It's on the same street? The, the Temple Church in your the, your cousin's bar, the Temple Bar, isn't it? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what's it called? It's definitely that pub, though. It's, What's uh, the name? Hold on, Katie's pub. Are you talking about the one that you went to? It's the old bank. It was. Uh, aye, aye, that's it. Trinity Place. <laughs> Trinity Place. That's the street that it's. It's a Trinity Church. That's what it is. It's a, that's all. Oh, just a spoiler alert for the film, but the <laughs> Trinity Church is where the end of the film is, and you, and your your cousin's bars on that same street. On, the, on the same street. Right, so you aye. you had a double of that day then. Aye. <laughs> what a day this is! <laughs> Aye, I, I love National Treasure films. They're making a third one and they're making a TV show. In the same announcement, they announced Sister Act three and all. Nearly had a heart attack that day. Christ Almighty! What a day for McKee! <laughs> what a day to be a McKee! <laughs> right, I'm, go- I'm going straight in at number two for me is Mean Girls. Right. Oh, Mean Girls! Right. I, I, I had a feeling you were going to say that. I don't know a guy that doesn't like Mean Girls. <laughs> right? And I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what it is, I think we all remember high school, don't we? Remember, we remember the, the groups of the, the popular girls and the lassies that maybe weren't, weren't able to hang about with the popular ones, if you know what I mean, and all that. And, they, and it, do you know what? It gets it, it, it gets it dead on. Spot on, so it does. Uh, so, a great, great performance is all around by a lot of people that ended up being great stars as well. Like, what do you call her for Parks and Rec? Amy Poor. Amy Poor's in Mean Girls? Aye, she plays Hingwee's Ma, is she not? Aye, she is. She plays the Ma. Oh, sorry, mate, aye. Aye, she plays it. She plays the Ma. Um, obviously, you've got Lindsay Lohan, Tina Fey, Rachel aye. Adams, Amanda Seyfried. Um, Tim Meadows, who plays the the principal in the Goldbergs. Oh, aye, of course. So, so you'd know, you'd know him for that as well. Um, aye. aye, a great cast, like I said. A, a lot, cast. A lot of the actors, actors and actresses say Mean Girls and only have great careers, and I think aye. when you look back, it's a much better movie than it gets credit for. It was um, it was you and Frank in that they were they were talking about him. What the hell are they going on about Mean Girls? <laughs> <laughs> And I watched it. This is right up my street. <laughs> I'm surprised you never knew about it. I thought you'd have been there uh-huh. the night, mate. <laughs> <laughs> ah, good stuff. That's another great choice. So, what about yourself then? What have you got uh, at number one? This is it. Eh? This is the main, the main event, mate. Thirty episodes come to an end. Come to an end. <laughs> Did a drum roll. Um. <laughs> So, again, love film. Oh, here we go. And again, Netflix. No, no on my list. Keep brought it out. I was like, what the hell is this? Stuck it on and it's a cartoon. But then the cartoon comes to life in modern day New York. And I was like, I am all in on this. And this is, is this? Enchanted. My ultimate guilty pleasure. Bloody. Mate, this is, the, <laughs> this is the only film I've ever watched three times in the one day. Three times in one day. What is wrong with you? 
so and it w- w- won me the hell over oh, that's, <laughs> that's that mate so I'm away to watch she's all that <laughs> good choice mate <laughs> beautiful and I'm going to watch Enchanted three times a night I'm going to watch it four times <laughs> after that Patrick Dempsey but can't wait for that <laughs> what, is this? what is this what's going on here anyway mate that brings us to the end of the, the top ten at ten that's us aye the last time that we done an actor quiz movie battle we decided we're going to get somebody else and he go against one of his but this was a wee bit of an impromptu recording so ne- next time we're going to get somebody in to do it we're not going to have an actor quiz movie battle this week um, because I think the, this episode is long enough as it is Keezy I was talking of shape so we'll, we'll move on in there and uh, uh, I've enjoyed it mate I've enjoyed having a wee chat aye so bad the thing I was going to say was um, the other reason I didn't mention didn't pick Robin Hood was because I would speak about it all bloody night. Aye. So I think it's the 30th anniversary of the film, so I think I need to do something. A solo get, show. Get, why don't you get a tattoo? <laughs> no, I just went on the podcast, we need to do something. Aye, do you know uh, what? Do it. Why don't you do a solo show? And do it. It'll be the most self-indulgent tribe you've ever heard in your life. I cannot no, I would, wait to hear it. I can't wait I would, to hear it. It'll be car crash stuff, but I'll, I'll, I'll love every minute of it. Everybody else will hate it. Do it, mate. It, only if we get one like on Twitter. <laughs> uh, if we get one like on Twitter, then we'll do it. And then if we get one like, what I'll do is I'll sit and watch Rocky Four, and I'll talk you through it. I'll talk you through Rocky Four. That, that sounds good and all. <laughs> right, so we're bringing this one to an end now. The next episode Aye. you're going to hear is going to be a special 30th anniversary tribute to Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. I'm going to try my best to get Brian Adams on it for Ekeezy. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, if we can't get Brian Adams, then we'll see what Costner's doing me sell these days. Eh? <laughs> I'm sure he'd be up for it. Nothing else in his plate now, anyway. Anyway, Ekeezy, <laughs> hey, as I said, it was a great time, mate. And Aye. with that... We are out of time. It's not enough to take the one you love for granted. Must remind her or she'll be in